Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright, so we're trying something new here. Um, joining me for uh, the first edition of the Time to BS pregame show, uh, Kim, the Isles girl. What's up? Hello. What's up? We got, uh, I wanted to get you on before free agency and the draft, uh, but that didn't happen, but, which is fine. But, uh, here, here, anyway. Uh, top should be some hockey stuff to get into um, over the next 15 or 30 minutes or so. But we're both Islander fans here, and, I mean, there were a couple moves made that were uh, confusing, to say the least. Well, Thomas Grice Jr. was going to happen eventually. Whether he would be traded or, like, in a sign-in trade to someone who's desperate enough to get him. Or he leaves a free agency anyway. And he chose Detroit on a two-year deal. Uh, and then Devontae's gets traded for two second-round picks to the uh, to the Avalanche. So, that's a, a bit of a weird situation. Because there are people out there who think Taves is... A good, not great defenseman who has who's very limited offensively, and then there are people who actually watch him play and think, God, this is he's a great skater. He moves the puck. He's a very good defenseman. And then the fact he went into arbitration, and the fact that you got two second round picks out of him is awesome. It's yeah, awesome. I think that was a good. Uh, I think. If we had to lose Devon Traves, I think that was a, a good feedback, at least, that we got for him. Um, I've been seeing, which I kind of agree with, that we are getting those picks. I think we're going to at least trade one of them away um, with Johnny Boychuk, because apparently no one's grabbing at him. I mean, I know his contract's high, but seriously, he's a solid defenseman. I feel like any team would be lucky to have him. I'm kind of shocked no one's jumping at the chance to have Johnny Boychuk on their team. But it is a flat cap, and I can understand the situation where teams are coming from of not being able to afford him. Call Jim Benning. <laughs> or call Jim Benning. Call the Canucks. There you go. I miss, I miss Chiarelli. Do you? 
Yes. I do too. God, what was the what was the um but well what was the other shit? Was Eberly the other one? Or was uh yes. Right Right, I forgot. Like I thought it was uh cause he got fired a couple years ago. Yes. Okay, I'm just just making sure. Cause it wasn't too long ago. It wasn't too long ago, and now they might talk. They, they're talking about potentially trading Everly to get the cap to get the cap relief because they also got to sign Barzell. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. Hell no. No, you can't. I mean, unless if Wallstrom decides. Offense as it is, we need to. If anything, we need to trade defensemen. Yeah. Who would you be willing to trade? That's the question. I mean, we, it's we know. It's gotta be Boychuk or Nicoletti. It's gotta be Boychuk or Nicoletti. I think you. Go, I think you're. You better. I think you're more willing to trade Boychuk away. <laughs> but <laughs> here's why I would be willing if to trade Boychuk. Here's the thing. If you look at it from a business standpoint, yes, Johnny Boychuk's your man. You want to trade? He has a higher cap hit. He's six million. Nicoletti's, I think, five point five. Uh, Nicoletti's younger. Uh, Johnny Boychuk's older business standpoint you want to get rid of Johnny Boychuk as a fan and from a moral standpoint I want to keep Johnny Boychuk and I'd rather trade Nick Letty they both have high caps but here's the thing I just feel like Johnny on the ice is more of an asset I feel like he's more of that leader on the ice he's, yeah. he's, he's someone who just I feel like unites the defense yeah. and gives that leadership that they need especially how many goaltenders have we had you know and they say how much they love Johnny Boychuk, you know, taking control in the back end there and Letter. keeping them, you know, you know, the goaltenders, you know, on, you know, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like, I guess safe is the word I'm guessing. Like, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're gonna get more value out of Letty, and you're going to have to give up less if you trade Letty. With Boychuk, the fact that he's in his late 30s and the six million dollar per year cap hit. You're going to have to give up either one or potentially both second-round picks to trade him. With Letty, I don't know. You may have to, you may trade a mid-rounder with him to be like, "Hey, if you give us if you give us this, we'll give you let's say a fourth-round pick with Nick Letty so you can get his contract off our books and we can, you know, do our thing with Barzell and Pollock and because the, the, the team's no more desperate to get uh, some cap space. Yeah. They, they definitely know. So they, I think they're trying to milk it for all it's worth. And Lou is not that stupid. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you've heard of deals trying to go through where they just tried to trade Boychuk and they haven't amassed anything because I think the teams now they're like, uh, but we want this and this and this. And like he goes, hell no. And that's the end of it with Lou, you know what I mean? And I appreciate yeah. that, but it's like, we're kind of screwed right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Peugeot trade, as good as it was, um, it did screw us over in the long term. You, you signed him for six years, and a, was it five and a half or six million per year? And the issue, it's a hard cap, it's a COVID cap. And the cap is going lower. And we have an expansion team coming in next summer. So, 
the trick is you want to sign these players, but you also don't want to leave them unprotected when the Kraken do come around. And Barzell played his junior hockey days in Seattle with the Thunderbirds. So... That, that's, <laughs> We're definitely going to protect him. I'm, you know what? I'm not even concerned about that. I'm not concerned at Barzell of leaving in free agent. I'm more concerned of the offer sheets coming our way. Well, you, you would think you would have already seen some offer sheets coming his way, but notice there aren't because no. you know, we're not the only one in this cap crunch. No. I mean, I don't know of who would be willing to give the offer sheet to Barzell. I would imagine it would be a team in the West, not as much in the East, because the the you're you have better centers. In the Eastern Conference, I mean Pittsburgh, to name a few, one of a few. Um, the hurt. I mean, I, I, I can't see the other. The only team in the East that I could see. Oh God, probably Florida. Hmm. Probably the Panthers. I mean, do they have the cap space? I have. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, oh. Dale Talon's not the GM anymore, so that helps. So, I'm gonna look this up right now. So you don't have to make stupid decisions if you're Dale Talon. <laughs> it stinks because like they're gonna be giving away um, Hoffman. Hoffman, and he's gonna be a one-year deal, and I'm like, oh, oh, I want. Uh, I would give him a two-year deal. What was his cur- What was his contract in Florida? What was it like four or five? I don't remember. Give me two seconds. I think it was four. Oh, I on cap friendly. Mike Hoffman contract. Got it. Um, let's see what we got here with the Panthers. Five five point two. Okay. So. If he wants a one-year deal, like, let's say, 4.5, give him two years at $3 million, or three and a half. Okay, but actually, the the um, Florida Panthers have $11 million in cap space. Oh, God. But I feel like if you're going to offer sheet Barzell... You're going to put it towards the 9-10 range, and that would only leave them with a million, like... Not even two. And, like, I don't think they want that crunch there. Here's the thing. They're a good team on the rise. They have good players. They have a great goaltender, or we think is a great goaltender, Sergei Bavrovsky. Mm-hmm. But they have no defense. That has been the issue with the Panthers yeah. going back to when we beat them in in 15-16 in, in the first round. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at their defensive lineup. You're just like, Oof. Yeah. Our, I would have been completely cool with them signing Petrangelo. I would have been like, okay, Quenville's your coach. You have a great defenseman in Alex Petrangelo. That made more sense going to Vegas because, I mean, if you're the Knights, I mean, listen, you can afford it, but you're screwed in the long run because now you had to trade one one of your top centers in Stastny. I mean... 
you might you might have to trade Flurry. Who's going to take his contract? I mean, there there's going to be more cap dumps along the way, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to be in this situation also. Once you start to pay your players their market value and what they think that they're worth, this it's also a problem in the National Football League where you see teams paying their play their players top tier dollar because there's not only are they so good but they're also the reigning champs like I think Vegas will be fine I think they'll be able to figure this out but that was that was not a smart decision signing Petrangelo because their defense was already pretty good it was already great and you didn't need him. You you didn't. I I would say iffy. I feel like I feel like uh, they can only just benefit by even boosting their defense more. I mean, you saw what happened in the back end there at the latter half of the playoffs. Yeah, I they could definitely benefit from having someone like Petrangelo on the back end and yeah. just have another push there to get to the finals. Maybe. I mean. I'd be happy for Leonard to get his ring if he does get his ring. Um, he's going to have a very tough road. The, the Knights are going to have a very tough road in a stacked West. I mean, because the Western Conference is no pushover. Same with the East. Um, Colorado's going to get better. The Canucks are going to get better. I mean, the Blackhawks, no. Um, Dallas is the reigning Western Conference champions. I mean, we could potentially see Los Angeles get better. We could see Edmonton get better again. We could see Calgary, we, Winnipeg, Mi- Minnesota. I mean, the West is deep with talent. It's, it's not as good as the East, but they're, it's going to be extremely competitive. You have to get the one seed first, but in hockey, it's so tricky to be the one seed. We saw it yeah. with, with we saw it with Tampa two years ago. You could win sixty two or sixty three games and have as many points as they did that year and still get swept in the first round. Yeah. It's so tricky. It's very tricky how how hockey works, especially come playoff time, because you could be statistically the better team, but you have, and Torrance is no pushover head coach. He's a really, he's a great coach. You could have a guy who is going to push your ass like Tortorella. And we saw what the, the Blue Jackets did. They downright just annihilated the Lightning. I wouldn't call it the biggest upset in NHL history because there's a, there's a player by the name of David Volk who would like to disagree with you. 1993. <laughs> but hockey's hockey is so strange when it comes to the playoffs. It really is. What just kills me is that, you know, Lad and like uh Leo Komarov have those modified no trade clauses. Oh. Like that just really it, that's what's killing us too. Like yeah. paying Andrew Lad five point five for what? For a bodybuilder. For, like, it's Body just, checking, it's excuse me. And I'm sorry, Leo Komarov, I, for, 
fucking stone hands three million. Like it's just it, like there's eight there's eight and a half mil. We can have right that there. right here to right play there. people like Barzal. Yeah. And Ryan Pullen. Would you be willing to trade your 2021 first round pick to get rid of and those two seconds to to be if you're that desperate? One of those two seconds plus a potential first round pick to get rid of those two in a package deal. Oh, jeez. Because that's what's going through my head right now. How desperate is Lou? Back again with the Parise deal, like you know, like trading someone like and Parise's contract is. Is not, not as good. Creative. What does he make? What is his deal? It's like I think it's like eight. Going. I think it's like seven or eight. It was a thirteen-year yeah. contract he signed in twenty twelve. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Oh God. Goodness. It was funny. I look back at that like, eh, that's funny. Just can't believe he's making this much money. Yep. Yeah, he made eight million this year. Jeez. Jesus Christ! Next year he makes six million, then two, then one, then one. Who was the other guy that they signed for the twelve-year deal? I can't remember. It was uh, who was it? I, uh, wild, twelve-year deals. Ryan Suter. Oh, it's thirteen-year deals. Jeez. It wasn't Rick DiPietro deals. Not as bad, though. Not as bad. Yeah. DiPietro, listen. I've chatted with him before. He's cool. But he's a, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. It's just a horrible deal. Oh, it was a horrible deal. I mean, how often do you... How often do you see that? Like, I mean, we've seen Milan and Lucic, but he got traded twice, and he looks... Eh, it was okay. I mean, Opozo's was pretty bad, but that's not his fault. It really isn't. Opozo? No. I don't know. All right, before we continue on with uh, the hockey talk, let's. Uh, I completely forgot to explain how this uh, this thing works for the audience here. Uh, we're starting something new here on the podcast that's going to be um, only podcast platform exclusive Uh, you won't get this on Unhinged Sports Network Uh, you'll get the actual show on Unhinged but you will get the free game show exclusively on our podcasting platforms including Anchor so we'll do this for like 15 minutes 20, 30, I don't know We'll, we'll, we'll under under an hour. Let's do that. But it's like a free game show where we'll talk. We'll we'll talk our sports. We'll talk our nonsense like we always do. But um and uh oh Mikey is Mikey's got his computer back on. That's awesome. Um but I actually thought we were recording. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, honestly, it's nice to get a little refresher on everything that's going on down. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Of course. I mean, stressful week. Oh, I had such a bad week. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh, I was, I was, uh, bad breakup on top of drinking for four straight days. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Oh, it was terrible. 
It was, uh, uh, hold on, I'll pause the recording, because it's, I'll pause the recording for like two seconds, I'll tell you. And we're back. Alright, that was a fun story. But, uh, what were we talking about before? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I lost track. Bad contracts and trying to yes, 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 yes. Um, God, what was uh, trying to think who who else is uh, potentially tradable? Um, nobody, that's the problem. Well, who would you be willing to trade? That's the thing, that's obvious, but like, in if. Like, other than that, you go into a prospect pool, which I don't want to do. Which, I mean, Dobson played. He played well when he was up here. See, I disagree. Really? I think he made a lot of rookie mistakes, which is, you know, obvious. Common. Because, you know, he's a young kid. I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the hype for Dobson is too much. I, I really, I, I, for me, he's still got to prove himself. Now, what about Bodie Wild? Bodie Wild, I haven't seen enough of. Yeah, neither have I. Bodie Wild, I haven't seen enough of. I would love to go to more Sound Tigers games and see how these guys are doing. Um, but honestly, I would see if we trade a defenseman, I could see someone like uh, Thomas Hickey coming back up. Yeah. Like possibly Noah Dobson. Honestly, I could see those those two coming back into the, the picture. Uh, especially, uh, I really don't feel like we're going to trade Ryan Pulley. I can't you see You can't. It. I can't see it. He's you too can't. He's such an offensive defenseman for us. He's too. also your best defenseman. Possibly, yeah. He Next is possibly Johnny, your best Johnny defenseman. Boychuk, yes. I would say next to Johnny Boychuk, yes. Yeah, and Mayfield's also really good, too. The He's problem a- is, you, like, if you start dipping into trade territory, you're looking into Bellows or Wallstrom, and it's like, no... Yeah, like, no. I, I love Bellows. I loved him when he was picked. The dude yeah. had a, has a whale of a shot. I mean, Wallstrom, same thing. I mean, we have to see what goes on with Kiefer Bellows and his PED suspension, potential suspension, but, you know. Uh, well, they, no, it's already been taken care of. Really? I didn't see that. So, Lou, you know how Lou keeps things under wraps. He's the Godfather, so yes. It. it happened before playoffs started. He was disciplined, and no one knew about it. That's how good. That's how good Lou is at keeping things under wraps. I honestly, some people were speculating that his punishment was that he couldn't go to play in the playoffs. Part of it. Part of it, at least. Part of it. Honestly, I heard it wasn't like a really um, serious situation. That it was just like he took a prescription medication, didn't know like they had something in it that he couldn't take. Okay. That effect. It wasn't like he was doing anything, you know, you know, that horrible. You know, honestly, I think it was just an honest mistake on his part. Yeah. I mean, it happens. We see it every now and then in every single sport where you accidentally... He's a kid. He's a kid. I'm not. I'm not blaming him. I'm excited because Bellows. Something that I loved seeing from him was, at any angle, he's not afraid to take a shot. Oh yeah. And what really showed it to me, I remember. I think it was in Barclay. Yeah, it was in the Barclay Center. I remember him being at the corner over there by the net, 
and it honestly the goalie didn't see him didn't see he had the puck and he just he went i'm gonna do it he turned and shot it from the weird angle before the goalie could react and he just you know because he was thinking goal first mentality no fear we're missing on this team shoot first mentality love it we don't have that on this team right love now, it. and that's something we need to develop love it and that's something i saw in bellows that really made me like him that's why that's why I think you should potentially trade if you can trade Komarov, and then have Wallstrom. He's got that, he's got that modified no trade clause. I mean, if you—that's uh, true. Yeah. It says uh, several teams he won't be traded to. Are the Canucks one of them? I don't know what teams are on his uh, MNTC. Can I can I just say how uh, we did our NHL preview, and I was hesitant to pick the Canucks. And I was right. <laughs> I was right. There you go. Oh. Uh, for once. <laughs> I could do Vlad, shit. Vlad has 15 teams on his MNTC. Okay. Okay. Which is like half the league. More importantly, are the Canucks one of them? Because that's the first place I would call. I don't know. To, to the internet. <laughs> I'm going to find this uh, uh, Leo Komarov contract. <laughs> uh, Spot track, you're pretty good at this. There you go. You're usually, usually pretty good at this. Uh. It does not say which teams and that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, no, I didn't see anything when I looked on Cat Friendly. Oh, I'm praying for Bellows to do something. Or I hope he makes I hope he makes the initial roster this coming season. As they need I, he's not going to in my book. I hope he does though. As the if stays down. Yeah, especially yeah. That's 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 a good point. Um Wallstrom has looked good though. Overseas. Uh, is in, uh, Sweden? Is he in Sweden right now? I yeah, he's in Sweden. Him. Sweden. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I think I saw him he was in Sweden playing last. He looks good. I've heard he's been... Yeah, I saw a report today on... Uh, I read an article about him uh, in Sweden that he's been uh He's been killing well. it. Honestly, though, it's like another solid pickup from that draft. Oh, yeah. Back-to-back first-round picks. Would you consider getting an Islander tattoo? Yes. Join the club. I'm getting it. I'm getting it soon. I want to, but my grandparents said they disowned me. Ooh, that's a problem there. Yeah, they said any tattoo they would disown me. That is a problem. I could see how old school they are. My yeah. my dad is the same thing. Yet but here I am with five of them. <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't do that to them. No, no, you couldn't. I, I couldn't, I, I, 
I could see you getting an Islander tattoo, but I also couldn't see you getting one for that reason. Yeah. I, would I love one? Hell to the yes. Yes. Will I do it because of them? No. I can... Because I'm going to get the Islander logo on my bicep. Oh, sick. Oh, it's going to hurt. But it's going to look awesome. Oh, it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to look great, but yeah, it's going to hurt like hell. Awesome, man. I can't wait till you get it. Yeah. The whole the whole point of everything, well, I'm, I might get a puzzle piece first. Awesome. Or, or if I don't get that, I'm going to definitely look into the Islander logo because uh, there, there was an artist who, who went to my, who used to work at my tattoo shop, who's a diehard Islander fan. Um, I have to find out where he, where he is now. Because I'm definitely going to go to him and have him get tattooed the logo on my bicep. If I don't get if I don't get the Islander logo, I'm getting a wolf head on my... Uh, what is, have my, you thought about mixing the two? Uh, mixing the two. Like making puzzle pieces come together to make the Islanders logo? I don't know. I mean, I, the thing is I have... Um, with the tattoos that I have... Um, once everything is all done, like I want each tattoo I have to tell a story, and um, I thought of it. I thought of getting the Islanders logo on the island, or potentially, oh, so cool. I I, uh, I might have I might do that, or I might get um, like a tiny puck where Nassau Coliseum is, or I might just because uh, I got a story here where home is where I where I grew up. Awesome. Yeah, and I, uh, I got my grandmother's rose. I got my grandmother's uh, rose right here. Uh, dog's paw right there. I got the shark here. I don't know. I don't know where to. I don't know where to put the puzzle piece. I might put it somewhere like on the back of my upper arm. I don't know. I'm, this is the thing. Like this is the difficulty with like getting tattoos. Like you gotta find room for this shit. <laughs> You gotta find room. <laughs> but, oh, you thought some Doc Emmerich? I, I knew it was coming, but at the same time, I didn't see it coming. Okay, facts. <laughs> um, it sucks because, like, he may he makes when I when I watch hockey on NBC, I don't care who's playing. If Doc is calling, I'm watching the game. Um, he's such a good announcer. He's great. Oh, he's great. Um, it's going to be extremely weird not hearing him call games. Um, it's going to be extremely weird. But uh, he, he said he wanted to retire um, to spend time with his family. I don't blame him. I don't. I don't. Because when you when you're when you're covering the same sport for fifty years and you're and you're calling games for thirty for thirty or forty plus, I mean you're barely having time to spend you're barely having time to spend with your family. So, I get it. Um, that's that's the nutshell on this whole thing. Uh, I'm gonna miss him. To, I'm gonna miss him dearly. But uh, I feel like whoever takes his spot 
is gonna have gigantic shoes to fill, obviously. Like, monstrous. Um, there were talks that I saw potentially Kenny Albert taking the spot. Um, I mean, they were going through everything with Brendan Burke, the Hurricanes announcer, uh, who did the, the Islanders' second round series, and first and second round series. I forget who he is. Uh, John Forsland. Um, there was him, Mike Tirico, Kenny Albert. Uh, Brendan is not happening because, as good as he is, he's that that that's I don't think he would do that. No. Um, I'm sure he loves calling Islander games, but I think I think you're gonna get Forsland to fill in that spot. Okay. Uh, uh, Tariko is still new in the in the hockey business. That's what makes this tricky. I would have picked Tariko, but to me, he's more football. Like when I think Mike Tariko, I think football and golf, and gotcha. occasionally basketball. But no, nah, it's 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 going to be super weird. Not hearing Doc, it's going to be really weird. No, honestly, like, he's the voice, like, who you hear when you, you know, win the Stanley Cup. It's it's very weird. Yeah. It's, it's, and he would tell stories all the time. All the time during games. Especially during the Cup Final. He would tell stories, and there's a thing where, uh, I believe the saying goes... You've been around long enough to know a few things, but you experience, but you experience it better if you share it with people. And I would, uh, I always appreciated that, uh, where you've been around for long enough, and you appreciate what you've been through more by sharing it with people, by sharing what your experiences with others, whether it's your grandkids, your friends, your colleagues, I don't, who knows, and that's, uh, hence also my tattoos, because when I, uh, if I do eventually find myself having kids in the near, in the future, I want to be able to tell a story, uh, about their dad. That's sweet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 a it's a heartwarming thing, you know, especially uh, going through you know what I went through in my life. I want to be able to tell you know everything to my kids, and even the even the uh, even the depressing stuff. Because a big lesson I could teach to my kids uh, in the future would be. No matter how, no matter how hard the things, no matter how hard things get, always remember it's going to get better. And uh, cherish the moment, cherish the moments that you have, because it's it ain't lasting forever. Cherish the cherish the times that you spend with your friends, your family, and those that you more those that you care about. And and learn to appreciate the things that you have rather than the things that you want. You could have, you know, a mansion or 
nice cars. But, I mean, I got a shitty Buick, but I don't care. I, I appreciate the things that I have, and I'm sure, you know, everyone, I, everyone feels differently, but you learn to appreciate the things that you have and cherish the things that have happened to you, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> I love having you on. <laughs> Let's go, Dad. <laughs> Hockey season's over, Kim. <laughs> I'm just letting you go there because you spin some truth. I know. I just because I went through, you know, some sh I went through shit, and I never really appreciated, you know, having. You know, good experience, or I never cherished the experiences that I had in my life. I, I would always be like, "Oh, that's cool," and I would look at pictures, and she's like, "Oh, that's cool. That happened." Um, I would never, you know, look back and appreciate the time that I spent with my dog. And when my dog died, yeah, I cried my ass off, but I, what made the pain soothe and settle was that I would learn to appreciate every single sunset and every single sunrise that I would see as I as the uh, the night that he died the night that we put him down um, that sunset uh, at the be at at this beach was the best sunset I ever saw and I remember I remember looking at the sunset and telling you know, myself, Max, you're no longer in pain. And that's what, and that's what I wanted, you know, for you to be happy and pain-free. And I appreciated every single memory that he gave me in his 12 years of life. And... God damn it, I'm gonna cry again. <laughs> I'm such a softie, that's the problem. Yeah, we love softie. We love <laughs> Uh, it's truth. Yeah, and uh, when I got the uh, the paw print tattoo done, um, did I tell you that story? How I uh, that's this is actual paw print. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, that's his actual prop. We got uh, uh, we got his paw print put on an ink pad, and then I sent it over to my artist. And when it when it was finally finished, I remember crying my ass off. And my artist gave me a gave me a hug, and that was that was great because that was uh, three days after he died, and it was I cher I cherish the memories. I cherish I learned to cherish and appreciate everything now, whether it's good or bad. Hey, bad shit happens. It, it shit happens for a reason. But at the same time, you learn to appreciate. And appreciation goes a long way. You learn to love... And also self-love, too. You learn to love yourself. That goes a long way, too. God. I'm done ranting. <laughs> I'm no, not even... I, I enjoyed it. I hope everyone else did, too. I hope, I hope so, too. So, 
like I said earlier in the show, uh, well, this is the pregame show. This is going to be a podcast platform exclusive thing that we're going to be doing, hopefully for now on, or as much as we possibly can. Uh, Kimmy, love having you on as always, girl. I'm talking to you, man. Uh, I'll I'll chat I'll chat with you some other time, you know. Thanks. We shall.